Hello and welcome to the December edition of the What's On Reading podcast and it is a very different show this month because we're not in our normal setup of uh, three guests from uh, uh, different corners of, of Reading's arts and cultural scene. We are actually on location at the preview evening of Reading's Twilight Trail. And if you have been sitting under a rock for the last couple of months, Reading's Twilight Trail is a fantastic light and sound installation taking over Forbury Gardens and the uh, Abbey Ruins, uh, transforming it in, in an absolute cavalcade of light, sound and Christmas cheer. It's the perfect outdoor event for Reading for 2020. Rather than having a sort of a round table with our guests, we're just going to be grabbing guests as they come along and make their way through the trail. So we don't quite know who we're going to have, but uh, I'm sure they'll all have a very interesting thing to say about the Twilight Trail. And I think our first guest is just coming up now. Place of Culture Lead for Reading UK, Juju. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. That's quite all right. Whose idea was this Twilight Trail? It was kind of an amalgamation of people's ideas, I would say. Um, we really wanted to do something completely different for Christmas. And um, orig- normally I work in the town centre. But the difficulty was, obviously, you don't want to encourage football into the town centre at the moment. And we were thinking about ways to keep, make sure that we could still run an event and keep people safe. This seemed like a perfect opportunity to move into the Abbey Ruins and um, keep people safe and socially distanced. What we really wanted was to offer a wonderful Christmas experience um, that would lift people's spirits. And as soon as we saw that lockdown was easing back in May, we thought, right, this is our opportunity. We need to start thinking about what we could do for Christmas. And we'd already mooted the idea of doing a twilight trail around the town centre. Um, and then we thought, well, what about the Abbey Ruins and the Falbury Gardens? That would be amazing. But <laughs> so it's a beautiful place full of history and heritage. How important is it to the town to have an event like this? Well, right now, I think it's particularly important because the, a lot of the feedback that we were getting is that people's, um, people are feeling down. They're, you know, there's no end in sight. It's coming up to Christmas. And uh, what, we, what we know that arts and cultures do is they lift our spirit. They're really good for our mental health. Um, it's an opportunity to be outside with your family and friends because you can see up to six people, which is really important, and which you can't see indoors. So you get the opportunity to come out with your friends and family um, somewhere that is COVID secure and as um, controlled as possible <laughs> to make sure that people are kept safe. It's, it's absolutely, definitely controlled and, and COVID secure from my, my walking around here this evening. Um, and it, it, does, it does seem to have... It, it, it's, there are great things for, for people of all ages. Yeah, absolutely. One of my favourite bits is the, the... I call it the Billie Jean bit, because you, you go along and the, you light up the... the, the, sort of the, <laughs> the, 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 the paving slabs as you go along, and it makes noise. But do you have... I know it may be like choosing between your children, but do you have a favourite part of it? <laughs> it is like choosing between my children. Um, what I love about it is that it's not just lighting installations that are going in. It's about celebrating what is truly unique to Reading, and that's what always really excites me. And it's about um, celebrating that history and heritage we have worked with Rabble, we've worked with local arts organisations, um, Reading Rep, to create things, pieces that are totally unique to Reading. And it's really about enhancing and celebrating that. Um, and that's what this Twilight Trail does. It's, it's all about Reading, and that's what I love about it. Susie, 
Thank you very, very much. Damien, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had a walk around already and uh, it really is, uh, it has to be seen to be believed. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it justice uh, describing it to you, but there is so much to see. Disco balls hanging from trees in Forbury Gardens. The famous Forbury Lion lit up from below in a cavalcade of colours, making it even more regal than normal. Trees with what appear to be illuminous roots as you go around the back of Forbury Hill, and so much more. Once you get into the abbey itself, there's just such lights on, on almost every wall and every vertical surface. That, uh, that really do uh, bring it to life in a way that uh, I don't think any of us could possibly have conceived. I was here for Down at the Abbey last year, and this transforms the site in a way that, uh, that, that a music festival even couldn't. Uh, no offence to Down at the Abbey, it was a wonderful event, but this is, is really something so different and so magical for this magical Christmas in Reading. Joining me now is Tom from Yes Events. And yes, events are the people who actually put this whole wonderful lighting display together. It's not your first time doing such a, a lighting display, is it? No. So we've been um, providing illuminated trails for about 13 years. We were the first company to do them in England. Um, so we're lucky enough to work at a whole host of amazing places. Um, but Reading presents a, a new opportunity because it's the first time we've done one in the town centre. I suppose, is it the first one you've done one in, in a ruins like this? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we've been, because we're quite a local company, we've been lucky enough to work in the ruins before in other capacities, doing some of the summer concerts and um, art events that they've had take place in the ruins before. Um, but it's the first time we've had the opportunity to light all of the ruins up and, and put a show on, which is great. So. How long does it take to, to plan an event like this? I mean, it, it's, it's obviously a, it's a wonderful canvas to, to paint on, as it were. So how, how much of, of the sketching is there, I suppose? <laughs> so um, we, we come to site probably around two months beforehand and create an artistic vision of what we want each area in principle to look like and get that signed off by the client. And then there's several site meetings beyond that to work on the actual technical execution of those ideas and all of those ideas always develop a little bit as things move forward um, and then kind of two weeks out you end up with a real solid footprint of what you're going to end up with installed on site and then you can go to a drawing stage where you can plan the power power layout and the exact location of all the fittings and then it was a six day actual physical installation of the equipment on site wow so yeah obviously a lot of a lot of work by a lot of people yeah i'm assuming so how big of a team do you, do you have for a project of this size? Um, so on the first few days of installation, we would have had eight guys on site. So when we're putting in the bulk of the cabling and light fittings, and then as we get further into the installation period, we start to work later into the evening so we can focus things and see how things look, and then it becomes more of a core team of three or four people really refining the different elements. Are there any particular elements that you're especially proud of with this installation? I think the kaleidoscope keep is a really nice new idea. It was just something that came to us when we were walking the site and we thought wouldn't it be nice to kind of have that 
fun childlike engagement where you get to look into the manual kaleidoscope and see all the colours going round. Um, so we went off and had a product developed to do that, and it was only a few days ago I actually got to I knew knew, knew it worked when we installed it. So um, yeah, and and I think um, the kind of general look of the park. It might sound a bit cliche, but the way all the things tie together, and as you're around the perimeter of the park, I think it really entices you in. So I think the whole look of the project gives that kind of feel of hopefully drawing people in to come and see something that they haven't seen in the centre of Reading before. You mentioned the kaleidoscope there, um, which is, is, is wonderful, but uh, uh, can you tell us about some of the other lights that you've got? And we've got these sort of beaded things coming up against the Abbey walls here and there's there's all sorts of different lights out there, aren't there? Yeah, so there's a, an amazing array of um, different products actually that we've got in use here, but um, I think the key thing is for us that almost all of the products on site are LED um, which means that there's a really low power consumption which hopefully drives down the carbon footprint and makes it a really kind of eco-friendly project to deliver so yeah it's a whole array of technology that you you need to pull together in the right format to um, deliver something to stitch it all together really it is absolutely unique and absolutely special and many congratulations to you and your team for putting it together Thanks very much, and it's it's been fantastic working with the local arts groups in Reading, and of course um, the partners, the council, and Reading Bid as well. We've been absolutely fantastic and instrumental in pulling the whole thing together. Tom, thank you very very much for talking. Great to meet you. Thanks a lot. So joining me now, uh, we have Nigel Horton Baker, who is uh, pretty much as high as you can get in Reading, UK. <laughs> Nigel, evening. How big of an impact is the Twilight Trail on on Reading? Well, we hope it will be a fantastic uh, impact on, uh, on Reading. Um, it's here in the historic uh, Abbey Quarter, in the Forbury Gardens and the uh, Abbey Ruins. Great place to be. Um, by day, of course, the Abbey uh, is a bustling business area full of major corporates and entrepreneurs, close to our town centre, yep. its thriving retail. Uh, and hospitality offer and great arts and cultural offer as well so yeah, it's a great place to do business to to visit as well but we're hosting um, this christmas a fantastic trail illuminated trail through the abbey quarter and uh, you know encourage everybody to come down and see it it really does have to be seen to be believed we're doing this as a podcast it's audio we can't really do it justice but uh, it, it really is phenomenal from what I, I've seen it's, this it's evening. really we call it magical Christmas in Reading and, and I think it is really magical uh, we've got lots of children here and just enjoying all the twilight twinkling lights and all the voices uh, coming out of the abbey rooms out of the stones and the leftovers and around the Fulbury Gardens it really is quite mystical Art and culture is, is a big part of well, certainly everything that What's on Reading is about but how important is art and culture to Reading? Well it, it's an important part of the economy lots of people working uh, in that sector because uh, it attracts a lot of people, visitors to the area as well and so that's important to the economy as spin-offs in the town centre but also you know, we, the economy was booming until uh, recently, we're in a recession but it will come back again. And important for businesses in the area is to attract good staff to, to come and work with them. Uh, and of course, being arts and culture is an important part of where you live. People you know, want a great job, uh, they want a great place to live, but they also want the arts and cultural offer 
and, and we're getting that in Reading now and it's important to attracting good quality staff into Reading. What has been your favourite part of the Twilight Trail that you've seen? What do you think is the... I think as I, as I, as I came through, I mean, I, I enjoyed Reading's lion. It's becoming iconic now, the emblem of Reading. Um, but as I come round the trail and I walked under the bridge and I just saw the Abbey ruins against the skyline and all the twinkling lights and that really was so impressive for me. Nigel, thank you very, very much for talking to us. Pleasure, Damien. Nice to see you this evening. Thank Thank you. Now, Twilight Trail is all about light, but there is a wonderful and really important audio and sound element to it as well. And one of the key parts of that is in the dormitory of the Abbey Ruins, courtesy of Reading's own Rabble Theatre. There is a place to the west of London We've passed through it once, a point where two roads meet at a ford across a river. It's called Reading. And here, in the year 1121, I planned a place where every terrible event can be reversed. A house of miracles. Now, this is my abbey. In future, my eldest son, Henry the grandson of the great king, buried right here in this abbey, will inherit the throne and become King Henry II of England. I guard the crown in his name. In my future, I am the first king of a new house, which, like the stones of this abbey, will last for centuries to come. I believe we are entering a new world of understanding, of humanity, of love. They will look back on this time and they will call it a renaissance. The house of Plantagenet has begun! Finishing off those voices that you just heard was Henry II. And we have him with us now. Hello, Caleb. Hello, hi. Welcome to the What's On Reading podcast. Absolutely. Not quite Reading born, but definitely Reading's own. Yeah, I mean, yeah I've been here all my life, that's the truth. But you, you kind of, you left here briefly just to, uh, to go to, to RADA. Yes, I went to drama school, RADA. I finished this year, awkward year. But yeah, I finished. Yes. I this year quite a crazy year to be uh, to be graduating anything let alone right. a, a drama school right uh, I don't, yeah I don't really feel like I've graduated yet it's just I'm sort of in limbo but you know but you bagged a, a fantastic role here <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it was awesome it was awesome so I searched up like if there was any theatres in Reading doing some like I don't know some classes of some sort and Rabble came up and I messaged up can I come and it was at the Hexagon, which was amazing. But then, obviously, because of the second lockdown, we did uh, online classes. But then, in between that, I think Toby just asked if I was interested in doing this. I'm like, yes. It's, um, it's, it's quite a, a powerful speech. It's Epic. The thing is, like, I, I actually haven't been to the ruins here. And there's so much history, but it's the first time when I recorded it here. It was the first time I actually like took it in. I was like, right, oh, there's facts about X, Y, and Z. I didn't know, so it was. I learned a lot. Well, I mean, obviously the ruins were closed for, for so many years. And yeah. I, I guess you're you're of the age where you probably did miss out on it. Yeah. So you recorded the voices in the actual place where the voices are now 
booming out on big speakers. Yeah, and I love it because I remember the advice was to imagine it was full of people. And I couldn't, I mean, I was like, okay, yeah, I can do that. But I didn't realize how epic it is now watching it, how it does really feel like I was only, I was the only one in there, but it felt like everyone was behind me and the lights and the, it's, it's epic. It's, oh, it's great. It's it's a, a brilliant auditory experience, and yeah. uh, and and all three of you just uh, as it does feel like you're addressing a, a massive crowd, and it feels like you, as as someone walking through that, it feels like you are being addressed. It absolutely works, and uh, all three of you did an absolute. I don't want to sound patronising, but an absolute bang up job with it. <laughs> well, thank you. It's great. I, I want to do more stuff now. So, uh, are you bringing your family along to, to see all this and to, uh, of course, obviously to hear you, but, but yeah, you're not the only ticket in town for this particular event, are you? I asked my sister today, but it was quite last minute, that was naughty of me, but she was like, she's like, yeah, she should have told me, but now that I've watched it, I'm going to really like, everyone, mum, whole of us have to come out and see this, so I'm excited. It really is exciting, and yes, everybody does need to come out and see it for themselves. Yeah. Caleb. Thank you very much for joining us. Absolutely. So the conveyor belt of guests carries on. And uh, joining us now uh, in all his finery, yes. we have the mayor of Reading himself, Councillor David Stevens. Hello. Hello, good evening. How are you be on your conveyor belt this evening. <laughs> How are you enjoying the Twilight Trail? I, I think it's absolutely wonderful. Uh, I think um, I had a certain expectation. I've been briefed about what reason to expect. And actually, that's surpassed that. It's, it's a super way of using the, both the gardens and the, and the abbey. I think it's beautifully done. It's very subtle. It's not over the top. Um, I think it absolutely brings to life you know, these places that we all know so well. It's, thing. it's not something, it's not a novelty to us. We know these spaces in the town centre. And yet somehow it's completely transformed. So it's wonderful. As a combination of a wonderful and super, actually quite proud of it, actually. It's, it's our town. Absolutely. And, and you're right. It does, it does bring the Abbey Ruins to life in a way that, that I don't think any of us could have predicted or foresaw. Yeah. As you say, it, it surpassed expectations, which is kind of how I feel about it as well. Yes. An event like this, just how important is it to the people of Reading at the moment? Um, anything at the moment, as we all know, <laughs> it gets us out, gets us moving around, meeting people, is to be so great. Poor people trying to organise this, and we imagine it as, they, as we approached, quite a commitment in terms of financial and actually installing it, and not knowing almost from one day to the next whether it was going to be possible to actually put it on. So we're delighted it's actually going to come to fruition, and here it is. And actually, the restrictions don't seem to sort of impede us too much, do they? We're all here no. talking normally and sort of people enjoying the thing. Yes. It- I, I, and what I rather like about it also... And probably it'll happen to have them in a fun for whatever. The families. We've, we've met one family, sort of grandmother, parents, two young children. It's, it's a super sort of, sort of thing to bring the family to. It really is. It really is. And uh, as I was saying to one of our other guests, there really is something for, for people of all ages. There's, there's interactive things for, for children to enjoy, and there's sort of the history bits that maybe the children wouldn't find uh, yeah, <laughs> as yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a particular favourite part of it? Well, I say, we've got so far, we're halfway round, we've just got as far as the, um, the Abbey, the South Transept. Yeah, it's stunning. So um, this, this bit particularly so far, is, you, you set up the cameras and the sound, and it's at the right place, I think. <laughs> just one other thing yeah. while, while we've got you. Yeah. Uh, the, one of the other great sort of Reading events of this time of year is the Santa Run, and I understand, ah. I understand that you've been told, yeah, have you? I have been told. I understand that uh, <laughs> so you'll be uh, taking part in, 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 will, in a very different way. It will go well on radio, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but, um, so, so I'm a keen rower. I row um, with Reading Rowing Club. 
and most people have probably gone over Caversham Bridge and seen lots of boats. And what we're doing is we're putting a crew out for it was actually my family, three of them plus the president of the club. And instead of running, we're going to row about sort of five or six kilometres up and down the river, and uh, hopefully a few other members of the club as well, and join as well. So we'll have sort of Santas, Santas in a boat. A, red, a, a Santa Row rather than Santa Run. <laughs> so it's quite entertaining. Hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll stay upright. <laughs> that could all be very embarrassing. You yeah. can't say more Reading than that. Yeah, yeah. Santa Run in a boat. Yeah. Councillor David Stevens, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. Our pleasure. Thank you, thank you very much. My pleasure. <laughs> Speaking by wife as well. <laughs> thank you. So, from me, here on location in the Abbey Ruins and Forbury Gardens at the Twilight Trail, Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for listening to all the podcasts this year. And here's hoping that 2021 will be a bit more back to normal and a better year for the arts and cultural community. Stay happy, stay safe, stay creative. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.